We are live, my friend. All right, all right, all right. So this is episode uh, 19. Wow. Of Yeah, I know. I have to get a little better about putting them on live because we're only, as of this recording, episode three is live and 19 is in the can. <laughs> so, uh, but we're not dealing with that this episode. Um, this is the this is episode 19 of the Get You Some Productions podcast, the podcast covering all things related to music production, from the very first note to the very last fan and everything in between. Uh, my name is Keith. Yeah, and my name is Daniel. We always the first thing we always do is plug something. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and plug Reverb again. Um, just click the link in the description uh, if you need to. If you're if you're looking for any kind of musical equipment, you go into the the description of this um, podcast. The first or second link is our affiliate link to Reverb.com. You go ahead and you buy yourself something at no additional cost to you. We get a little bit of money. A small percentage of any of those uh, transactions comes to us. It helps us. Uh, you know, keep going with the podcast, um, helps us pay the hosting fees, helps us helps us uh, potentially get better equipment, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Buy, buy boats. You know, we need a boat. Buy, yeah, we need to buy. <laughs> helps us uh, helps us funnel in, uh, money into our into our super pack. Our, our lavish lifestyle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Helps me put gas in my Maserati. Uh, so what we've been doing is um, also the fourth thing on the list in the intro of the list is um, so that was our plug that's our only plug uh, for for the um, for the episode and it's brought this episode is and all episodes so far are brought to you by our own company we're producing this ourselves and we're 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 paying for it ourselves there's no we have no sponsors as of this moment just this one affiliate. Uh, number four on the intro list is any musical updates. We do a weekly musical update. So what's up with you this week? Anything exciting? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. for real? Yes. So I what do you got going? Um, and again, this is more on me just listening to new music and finding a new artist that I really like. Um, so only tangentially related to uh, uh the work we're doing, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it's musical inspiration nonetheless. Um, my friend Sophia uh, recommended an artist called Snow the Product. She oh, yeah. A hip-hop, whatever it's called these days, rap, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, she's dope. Uh, Mexican-American artist. I believe she's West Coast or she moves around, but She's uh, amazing. Got amazing flow. She's bilingual, like the Spanish and English rap. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely has her own style. And uh, I do not know why she hasn't been more recognized. She's been around for like 10 years or something. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend. If you like, she's an amazing freestyler. She's got a new uh, uh, a good launching point for her is uh, this uh, 
track she just released called On My Shit. Mm-hmm. She decided to challenge herself and write and, and record a, a track in one day herself. Mm. So she made, made her own beats herself, did her thing, and shot the video with, I think, the help of her, her girlfriend or something. Mm. And uh, it's dope. So check it out. Cool. That shit on repeat. Listen to it like a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you forwarded that to me, and it was pretty sick. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, she was in her in her. Um, it was one of those freestyles that I was just like, ooh, you know, a lot of like little lines in there that were just like tasty, you know, like it was like, oh gosh, you know, this this lady's got best thoughts. Yep. Yeah. So that was cool. Um. I don't really have a personal music update other than what I wanted to talk to you about this whole episode. Um, uh, but which is this whole, you know, possibly ridiculous concept of the use the whole Buffalo thing. Um, I think that's a dated term. Right. It's <laughs> never. Well, that's, <laughs> no one says that anymore. <laughs> What's a buffalo? <laughs> People are like, what's a buffalo? Is it still a thing? <laughs> yeah, because it, it is. Because, um, well, is a bison a buffalo? No, bro, that's a bison. Shit. Look, forget about all that. <laughs> forget it. Just forget, all, just forget all that shit. Because here's the most important thing. So, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was a week ago, I don't know, whatever, we, we had the last episode, and the last episode was how are we going to communicate, how are we going to collaborate, right? And we came up with the thing, the garage band, and we had some trouble with it. We couldn't get the stuff back and forth. Then I, I, I tried, um, I've been trying to um, create some tracks. I was successful at creating a few. I sent them to you. You received them in waveform. So... In, um, in, in the for, wave format via text, by the way. So these, so it's not like we have to go use Dropbox or anything. Um, we we were able to get the files back and forth. We haven't gotten to the point where you've sent them, you've put your own stuff in and sent back to me. Right. But we're not quite there yet. But but so it got me thinking about and and. You, I just want to like slow everything down and just start over from sort of scratch again on this whole podcast idea was that you and I are creating this production company and we're creating it from the ground up and what the listener is listening to right now is literally our business meeting right now. So Dan doesn't know what I'm going to say to him right now. <laughs> so very that's kind of the bottom line of it. And that's kind of like the beauty of it in a way is that we're really doing this in full view. So, you know, you're, Dan's probably going to be like, Oh, you do. You're, you're nuts for even for what I'm about to say, but, um, but that's the whole thing. And so my concept um, from, for, for this uh, production company from a long time ago, I had I always had this like maximizing your content sort of idea. So maybe maybe that's I I was calling it depth of concept when I first came up with it, which basically meant like 
you can't just think of one thing and put it out there. Everything has to have like 10 angles to it. And maybe that's crazy. And you're going to, maybe you're going to tell me that's crazy, but I was calling it years ago. I was calling it depth of concept. And I was doing these Venn diagrams where one song was in the center of the, the Venn diagram, but then there was like the YouTube and the Instagram and um, lesson videos and um, and uh, like a like gear reviews and gear demonstrations were all sort of in that Venn diagram with the overlapping circles because they were all overlapping. And so I was having that idea because it was sort of like, and and it. And it sort of comes back to this idea. It's a marketing idea that that people. It's like, I guess I don't know if it's popular, but I've heard it before. Is that something you have to you have to touch a consumer like seven times before they're going to buy. So, but for me, like, you can't go yeah. ahead. No, no, go on. So, so anyway, so for me, <clears throat> I was kind of going into this what I was calling originally depth of concept but maybe we could just call it maximizing our content. But, or, or what I was calling it this, the last time we talked and in the intervening weeks, I was, I was calling it the, the use the whole buffalo, which is the Native American, like when they kill a buffalo, uh, you know, it, 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 no part of it goes to waste. And so what I'm asking of you is because I've been making, I've already been producing some content that was connected to one of the brands, Get You Some Guitar, and it's the jam tracks. And the idea that I had for the jam tracks was that I was coming up with a, uh, a lesson framework that has to do with learning the modes and learning the scales in a specific, specific scale fingerings uh, and practice them a certain way. And the jam tracks were tailored directly to that methodology produced a few of the jam tracks. I can put links in the description. And, but that's just one, that's the, the buffalo, like that's only one part of the buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. So what my next idea was that since I already produced the jam tracks and we already have this content that we can use, I was thinking, okay, well, how many other ways can we exploit this content? Um, so, the the what's embedded in it is that it's a systematic practice routine that regimen that I'm doing already, right? I'm already practicing to these jam tracks constantly because that's how I practice my scales. Um, the the jam track itself is a product. If people go to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and listen to it, we get paid. So, advertising the jam track at all. Is, is something. Then, I, you may remember that I did that one gear demonstration video of the Harley Benton guitar. I've been practicing with the Harley Benton guitar to the jam track. If we produce a record of, of, just, jam, of just people, me jamming over the jam tracks, for instance, and just call it jams or whatever, we can call it whatever we want. I was thinking of calling it 
um, to get you some guitar all-stars and then just calling it the band name. So um, the band name that's associated with the Harley Benton guitar is mitochondriac, right? Because okay. mitochondriac is like the shred, like guitar acrobatics band, like fusion, more aggressive stuff. I can advertise that I use the Harley Benton guitar on the record we make. And so it ties in with everyone who's, because there's tons of Facebook groups that have the Harley Benton guitars. And there are people who sort of follow them because they're sort of well-known as being acceptable but, but affordable. Okay. So there's an interested group there. Then as we're jamming to these things and creating jams to it, there's going to be embedded content in there, like licks and stuff, that might come out just in the improvisations. Those go into the Get You Some Guitar Lesson library to the lick library. So I can start farming inside those jams for tasty licks whenever they pop up. And they go into the Lick library. The Lick library gets built up. That goes for some. Eventually, there will be <clears> – <throat> actually, there already are. There are songs that, are, that I've composed that are um, not released yet, but those songs go onto, you know, a record – we, we record those songs eventually. But each of these tracks that we record using these jam tracks and others that we produce go into the lesson to learn the song. Because, for instance, I have this one song that's all Aeolian mode. It's just like a, it's a modal song, and it's all the Aeolian mode, for instance in this particular example. Mm -hmm. If I create a lesson framework for, if I create a lesson, specific lesson that's for sale and get you some guitar, that's this song, people can learn that song by going back and referencing all the jam tracks that we've produced that slowly build up to finally being able to play the end result of the song. Plus, we have all these licks that go into the lick library that's also for sale. Plus, we have all these jams that we did over the years that people can listen to and jam along with mm -hmm. that eventually also get them comfortable with the mode, for instance. And then you put it all together, and then finally they get to being able to play. And likewise, we get to be able to play the end result because we've built up to that point gradually over time, just like they will have. So that's kind of like, it, it, it sounds like it's like, um, you know, it's, it's somewhat circular in a way. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Are you getting all this? I am. This is, I'm just, I'm just uh, so, taking it all in. Yeah. So, and so I have to say that as I'm listening to all these past recordings, because every time we make a recording, I have to listen back to it to, to write the show notes. Right. 
um, that go into Ian show. And before you say anything, what I've noticed is that you're actually like the voice of reason. <laughs> For better, <laughs> I don't know if that sounds insane that you would you would be that. But you, in this context of this show, you have been the voice of reason. Okay. But what before before you before you give me your feedback, I will say that I've sort of called this meeting, and you've given me the floor, so to speak. Yes. Um, now, I, you know, I'll just say it because but it's needless to say, but I'll just say it naturally. You can do the same because right. this is a business meeting. So the next episode or any episode, you can say, oh, I have something really important that I want to do. Likewise, you can present any project to me and I can agree or not agree or whatever the case may be. I mean, I'll, I'll agree to anything that you say, but... Um, that's kind of, I guess, like this ep- this particular episode of the podcast is sort of like me pitching you an idea. Okay. So okay. So what do you think? I I think there is definitely a very very smart like a lot of the elements of what you just laid out make a lot of sense. And um, as I was listening to what you're talking about with the you know the using every part and the Venn diagram. Um, I was thinking, and you mentioned like a final product or not a product, but like having a song that things would build up to. And I, what I did was, as you're saying this, I flipped it. Um, you mentioned you had a song written into the Aeolian. Mm-hmm. And then that reminded me of uh, an album you and I recorded, The Handshake. Mm-hmm. And how you would move, I think, in different key, not a necessarily different mode, but like a different key in each song almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you had some stuff going on there. And then I was, so I was like, wait, what if we did it in re- pro- process in reverse? We have these existing produced tracks already. Mm-hmm. What if we br- started breaking down what we did, use a, one of those tracks, do we have these buffalo? We have a little herd of buffalo. Mm-hmm. You could take them apart, mm-hmm. show the mode they're in, and then do all the accompanying lessons, like starting at, at zero to build you up to being able to lay out or compose a song like that with that mode or that key, mm-hmm. um, potentially, only because we have a slick produced pro- uh, product, these mm-hmm. tracks. And that takes a lot of work and resources to get the recorded track mm-hmm. to that level. Um, so uh, it would present potentially a listenable, enjoyable song that people would be enjoying, possibly buying. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, what is this? Oh, I can go buy it too. That's cool. Or listen to it. You know, so we'd be promoting our material that we've produced in the past. Uh, I don't know how the handshake works into the whole constellation of the business here, but it is something we've done in a process. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. could use that uh, all the material from that to lay out uh, those lessons and whatnot. Um, that's what I, that's, it, that's just an idea that popped in my head and you were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the other thing was, oh, well, like, what's, what's, I want to hear that Aeolian song. Like, let's record that and then we can go back and then, like, do the lessons from that. Um, because, what can I say? I want to play music too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want to do a song. Like, let's get in there. 
Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts. Okay. So it's a brand new idea to throw out there. Yeah. I actually had the same idea that you had. Yeah. Um, in, in, but like where you're reverse engineering, I was having it in the same sort of, I was having it, um, in the like reconstruction sort of way, yeah. I guess, where, where I was thinking the exact same thing where, uh, the lesson website gets you some guitar. We can do a lesson for every handshake song. Yeah. And we could make, we could start producing the tracks to get people up to being able to play the song. Yeah. Um, and then sell those as well. Um, I already did start making sort of like um, cheat sheets slash lead sheets for all the songs. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the, that can be sort of like a bottom, you know, like a base sort of, uh, like the first download is just like, you know, if you're already basically there yeah, and you just need like a, if you just need to hear the song and have a lead sheet, then that's what we have. But if you need to know more, then we could have a lesson breaking down the song. Uh, you know, of course you can't sell a lesson unless it has a lot of content. So yeah. the lesson would of course contain probably each song broken down, the theory of the song, uh, each part broken down. And then I was thinking probably something like transcriptions of the parts and then isolated track, like jam tracks or something, or demonstration tracks right. of each individual part. And then building up to the point where the person can play the whole song and then there's a jam track uh, of someone playing the whole song. Yeah. And I actually thought it would be a good idea to, it, th there's a cost to all this because I thought it would be a good idea to have the jam tracks also be like, um, tracks that you can play like a showcase with where if you're playing basically like a radio edit or something or, or what would you call it? Like a TV edit mm -hmm. where all the lead parts are gone and it's just the rhythm section. Um, and that's something that can be done, but, uh, and, but you have to pay people. We would have to pay somebody to pay, play the drums, which is, is kind of the bottom line. Yeah. And that would cost, um, as far as I can tell, it costs about a hundred bucks, which is not, you know, the worst thing in the world. But it was not a cost that I wanted to incur just yet. Sure, sure. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely on the, um, it's definitely on the docket because those are all songs that, uh, like you said, they're all in different keys. Many of them are different modes. There is lots of, most of them are in different tempos, I think. And they have different techniques. Yeah. Like playing them, 
um, requires different techniques that can be demonstrated within the context of a lesson. Exactly. So and that was sort of on purpose. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, you know, uh, if they were to use one of our songs, you know, there's so many different ways to approach the lessons, like the yeah, lessons on, like, how to learn that song. Or just, like, a technique I'm using in the song. You get that song um, with the um, horizon, the little tapping mm-hmm. thing. For mm-hmm. instance, that's a, you know, alternate technique you use throughout the song. Yes. So you could be, oh, we're just going to talk about this way of tapping. You know, it's, like, it's not like splashy speed tapping. It's just like creating a different texture using this technique. Um, yes. Actually, Gojira does use that a lot, sort of medium tempo tapping. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's and cool. it's not like, like I said, it's not shreddy tapping. That's another thing, which is cool. But they use it, and you use it in Horizon. It's a rhythm. Well, like, hypotheticals can be like, this is how you can use tapping, like, as a rhythm, as a comping. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, like, this is how you play it in the different modes. This is how I approach it. Mm-hmm. And then you would be like, well, what would a bass player, you know, and then I could talk about accompaniment to that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all that. So it's an approach to the song without specifically, like, this is how you learn this song, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you would be able to, but um, you could bring it out into all the other modes that weren't in that song, but using that technique. So mm-hmm. um, it's just nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the gears I, are turning. You know. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I agree with you. I totally agree. I think... I, and I just can't, I'm, it's, it takes a while to come up with this sort of stuff and, and how, you know, what the best way to put it, to put it forward is, like what the, sure. what's the best presentation of this, this data, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what's too much, what's too little? Um, you know, like just thinking about in terms of the, like a lesson to learn the song, is it, is it better to have, since it's the name of the Git website is Getcha Some Guitar, is it Getcha Some? Is it the lesson how to play, you know, Horizon, right? And then is there how to play Horizon? And then is there how to play Horizon bass? And is that a separate lesson, or is it how to play Horizon and you know guitar and bass are both in the same lesson? You know, it's like all these things. Yeah, that you yeah. Think about. You know, as you're saying it, but it's like, why is someone going to want to cover our song? You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't necessarily. It's not like, I mean, a song is good, but it's not like an iconic song that, like, yeah. people want to learn. So maybe it's more like how to use tapping in your songwriting, how to, you know, how to play bass when your guitarist is doing alternate stuff. Well, <laughs> you yeah, know, so it's like more like that. And, like, here's an example. Here's how we did it. Check out our awesome song, Horizon, you know, available, yeah. uh, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> and then yeah. check it out. So, well, that's, yeah, and that's actually a really good point um, because – no one does want to learn our songs right now, right? right? <laughs> so there's no, there's no point to doing it, um, you know, if, there's no point in focusing on the end product of, like, a lesson that you're going to, spe- you, that you're going to sell people for $5 and they're going to learn yeah. how to play the song front to back. Yeah. However, um, and I, I can't remember the lady's name. I'll have to look it up. I will look it up. Um, and I will leave it in the show notes, but she is like the queen of internet marketing and her whole mantra. And one of the most important things that I've learned from her, from listening to her podcast for years is that you can't be afraid to give things away for free. And so I think what we could do Mm -hmm. is we could plan to make lessons 
um, full, in-depth lessons, front to back, how to play each part of the song. Mm-hmm. But we can put, and that could all go in the lesson, and we can sell that. But each individual video that teaches each individual concept can go on the YouTube channel for free. And if people, you know, if people see that over the years, they'll see it. They'll see one. They'll see one here. They'll see another one there. There's all these different songs, all these different concepts. Mm-hmm. We always lead them back to the site to have them purchase if they want. If not, we'll make money on the, rev- the, the YouTube revenue. Um, or it'll just help us, you know, get used to and good at making videos, period. Yes. Um, but but uh, it's like none of the – It's like it also kind of goes back to this whole Buffalo thing. <laughs> it's like none of this content – all of the content is useful. And in today's kind of attention economy, yeah. it's really more about the attention. So I do think that we run with these ideas. Now – before we go, before we, like, we've had enough time, I think, so before, yeah. we, before we, like, say goodbye, I do want to just, I want to sort of, like, either get your buy-in or your official pushback on my first idea, which mm-hmm. is these jam tracks. Because, actually, the first lesson that I'm making and Get You Some Guitar mm-hmm. is the modes course. Okay. And to me, for guitar, for electric guitar, for playing Western music, Mm-hmm. The modes um, is the most important thing for a guitar player to learn because it basically just teaches you how, where to put your fingers, you know, how to, how to hit the right notes at the right time. That's basically kind of the bottom line. Um, so I've, I had, I've had this concept for the modes um, sort of brewing for a long time. And I started, you can even go on getchasomeguitar.com and see the modes, but it's under construction. And there's some vid- you can buy this the lesson. I don't know. It's like it's under construction. There's not a lot of content in there, so I think I'm selling it for like a dollar. So not even anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's going to be like a lifetime uh, like a lifetime's worth of work probably uh, eventually that I'm going to build over time. But what my intention is is for now, since I'm already doing this, is to do what I just did last week is jam to these tracks, improvise, come up with something that's somewhat final, send it to you. You play the bass. You don't have to prepare, like, you know, overly prepare because it's mm-hmm. more of the process. Just lay down a bass line in that mode. Send them it back to me. And we're going to keep doing that, you know, we're going to just keep doing that. And I'm going to build up a huge catalog of us jamming to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to release them under some, you know, sort of like throwaway title. Something like the Get You Some Guitar All-Stars, whatever, you know, something like that. Like, yeah. number one, number two. And I think the idea is that um, we're just going to have, like, this massive, like, content hoard, I guess, Mm -hmm. but that we can play 
so that when so that when I do eventually release these lesson this lesson framework, there are sort of reference tracks for people to say, oh, here's what you know, here's what this track sounds like. Also, because I think that the process of actually just putting the tracks back and forth, putting our stuff down onto the tracks, yeah, is actually yeah. part of the exercise. Yes. And so, and and I was actually when we were doing the weekly thing, the weekly you know recap, I was actually thinking of reading aloud, but I wasn't sure if it was a copyright issue. Um, Bill Evans' intro to the Miles, to the Miles Davis album kind of blue because he talks about improvisation and he talks about this like Japanese art of painting on this rice paper that if you if you mess up a line and you try to redo it, the paper dissolves. And huh. he said, like jazz is sort of like that. Yeah. And so I feel like for us, I feel like there is an improvisational component to all this. And, and several of the bands that I want to develop um, bands slash brands that I want to develop are sort of improvisational in their nature that I think that the idea of us just getting used to sending the files back and forth, getting used to like the ideas that we're going to have against each other as an exercise is valuable. And then when, if ever we do, if I launch this, this um, modes thing, someone can actually go and listen almost like not just as a, as a musical product, but it's almost like, like an archival, you know, like, like Mm -hmm. this is the process, you know, I'm not saying that this, you can, I'm not saying that this, this lesson framework is valuable. Like, I'm not just saying it, you know, it's like, this is literally what we did. Now look at where we are. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, but it's like the archival process doesn't work unless we actually do every single step. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to say yes right now, by the way. You just because we're on a podcast and it's public. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, what I was thinking was, what if instead of collaborating, we like battled each other? Use the battle to like defeat the other person. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I just I don't either. But that's maybe that's because it's never been done. Well, you you (laughs) may think that I I don't think that's totally crazy, except that music is not combative, but generally, yeah. But um, but I have been watching that Michael Jordan documentary, and so you know the idea of like. The idea of like adding a level of like an uncomfortable level of intensity to it is not out of the question for me. Right. Um, but you know, nevertheless, nevertheless, we don't have to. I don't think. Um, okay. But um, uh, that aside, uh, I did have one one little practical note for getting files back and forth, which is what these would be the drain cam tracks. Uh-huh. Um, for now, to make them shorter in length. Um, oh, so, so you can't. I'm just saying, like, um, uh, it will. We can do like multiple recordings, you know, mm-hmm. but like have them be shorter. Um, mm. Although I know you have that jam track, it builds up intensity over 
time. Like it does change. Yeah. So I think that one won't quite work. Um, yeah. So, well, so, you know, uh, I just mean like sitting down to have to like when improvise, like, um, I will play flawlessly. I might make mistakes. It's just like a pressure. If I have to take a 10 minute take <laughs> without any like <laughs> things that I don't want released. You know what I mean? Like, how's that going to work? You know? Mm, so interesting. Yeah. That. I mean, I'm, I don't mind just messing around, but it's like, I'm going to put this stuff out there too. So like, you know, uh, is it just vanity? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't want like bad bars in there. Like, you know, so I'm just thinking this is total, just practical, like, voice of practicality here mm-hmm. you know what do i do i just recorded a great thing but i just like totally choked a note or something happened now mm-hmm. i can't can't use that take at all and i was like wow did you just do this like did you just solo for 10 minutes like non-stop like one take and he just sent that to me <laughs> i was like wow yeah, okay. sure, yes <laughs> i was like wow well, okay I made, uh, I made plenty of mistakes i think okay Should so I? um i i don't know because it's just improvising, so it's just like, yeah. uh, and my other thing was, can we maybe restart this process at not such a slow tempo? It's like well, the tempo is so slow, yeah. it's more of like on the end of like, eso- not esoteric, but it's more on the fringe. Like, let's go in the middle for a more comfortable tempo, just for the mass appeal. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I'm like, they're like, okay, what's this first track? 55 BPM? I'm bored. No. Click. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an I am throwing you and you don't have to say yes just because the whole world is listening. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing these well, ideas. My, the whole problem for me is that yeah. the, the, the jam tracks are specifically 10 minutes long. Yes. And the reason they're specifically 10 minutes long is because to get through the scales the way I prescribe them, yeah. that the, you need at 55 BPM, you need, the, the, you need 10 minutes. At yeah. faster tempos, you don't. Um, so, so they they okay. can get shorter as the tempos go faster. But I haven't okay. actually. I shouldn't say that. I, I actually have produced tracks at faster tempos, but they, but I didn't have the foresight to make them with just drums. So they they already have baseline in. Oh, okay. Well, that look look that's fine. Uh, I so, just meant for the jam tracks. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to have the rhythm track laid out for uh, exercise systems, you know, lessons or practice. Uh-huh. Uh, well, well I, it goes back to how you want to use the improvisation. You know what I mean? It could almost just be like the highlights. Like, here we go. This is where it ends. This is where it ends up. You can be doing this. Well, yeah. So yeah. what I've been doing is um, – yeah, so I I get you. Yeah, let me let me think about it because yeah. I I have to figure out like unfortunately it's like playing the playing the um playing the scales at that tempo yeah. is 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 perfect in some ways. But jamming over it is really hard, but I've yeah. gotten used to it because I've been doing it for like a year now or something. Right, right. Um so you know, I'll, I may just come back and say, you'll get used to it once you get in there and start playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, alternatively, instead of improvising the whole time, you could just lay down like a bass line that fits and play the same bass line the whole time. That's also possible. Um, as long as you can, you know, 
feel like you can sustain it for 10 minutes and not go crazy. I can keep it up for 10 minutes. <laughs> but, um, well, I know that. But <laughs> uh, let, me, let me just think about it. I know your yeah. voice of reason. Yeah. I'm sorry to put you in that, that position. Oh, I know. You didn't put me here, man. It's where we end up. It's where we end up. Yeah. Um, but um, this is a lot. Um, I feel like we've taken a good amount of time. This is a long so, one. This is a, this a long one. one. So um, Let's keep it moving. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> trying to be the comic relief here. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, good. So let's um, shoot me a text later about where we're going to end up, um, unless you already know what you want the next podcast to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll just be touching base with where we are in this process and um, our reactions. Like we threw out a lot of information out today. Cool. Yeah. So we both need to digest what each other said and, um, you know, pick it up on the next meeting. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Cool, man. All right. I'm looking forward to getting in there and producing, bro. Yeah, me too. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Later, dude. Later.